Right now, you are probably asking yourself, why is there a new episode of Nostrum in my iTunes? I mean, you're asking yourself this if you're a subscriber to the old Nostrum. If you've never subscribed to Nostrum before and you're asking yourself that question, then you might seriously wish to question your sanity. And anyhow, in any case, what are we doing here? Well, those of you who follow the Coakian Life blog know that Jules O'Shaughnessy has returned from Moravia. He failed in his attempt to take over the throne and has finally given up and returned to the good old U.S. of A. He is living up in Cambridge and working in a bookstore while he tries to regroup and figure out what he wishes to do for the rest of his life. Since, as you may or may not know, the Nostromite also lives up there in that neck of the woods. The Nostromite is now teaching at Tennessee Williams High School. He is, uh, by the way, the father of two and is happily married and living up there in Cambridge. And uh, the Jules and the Nostromite decided, well, let's get together and, you know, breathe a little new life into Nostrum. After all, the last time they were doing this series, it was the 90s. And, well, things have changed dramatically uh, in all of those years, needless to say. And they felt that, well, why not address some of those changes? How they dragged me into this, I am not sure. But then again, I was always a fan, and I did do the recordings of a lot of Series 1. And so obviously I have some connection to this material. And as many people know, both Jules and the Nostromite were former students of my own at Henrik Hudson High School. Another question that may arise is, do I have to go back and read or listen to the first episodes before, of Series 1 before going on to Series 2? And the answer to that is no. They are separate. If you wish to go back and do Series 1, that is fine. But there is little or no uh, reliance on one to the other. There are a few comebacks. A few people will return or a few families will return. The schools don't change. The buildings don't change. A lot of the programs are still around. A lot of the programs have gone under. That is the way of things. Most of the coaches have changed. A few are still around, and you'll find out shortly. But as I say, it doesn't matter whether you've listened to the others or read the others. By the way, uh, if you're wondering... Because you're new to Nostrum altogether, the others uh, are 170, I think. I'm guessing now, trying to remember. Maybe 170 episodes that were written and published during the 90s by Jules and the Nostromite. I did recordings of about 70 of them. So you get the first 70, which made a lot more sense than doing you know, the last 70. I did uh, recordings of the first 70 of them, and then I ran out of steam, um, and uh, I stopped doing it. But nonetheless, they are all published. The written versions are published, and there are links to all of this on my various websites. Go to jimmenick.com, and you'll find it all. 
I'm also uh, going to tell you that for the future episodes, of course, if you are a subscriber to Nostrum already, you will get the new episodes through your old subscription. If you are not a subscriber, you can subscribe and get the new episodes. And for that matter, you can go back and get the old episodes. Also, there is a blog. It is at Nostrum Nation. That's one word, nostrumnation.blogspot.com. Back in the olden days when the guys were writing this soap opera, they used to preface each of their episodes with um, some background about what was going on in their own lives. And Jules tells me that he intends to continue to do that, and now uh, he'll do that on the blog. They didn't have blogs back when Nostrum first came out. They didn't have a lot of things back when Nostrum first came out. Nostrum, the debate soap opera, where deontology is more than just an idea, it's a rebuttal. Series 2. Episode 1, The Next Generation. Ten years later. Tarnas Jutmal walked into the classroom feeling that same mix of apprehension and hope that had annually infused this moment for longer than he could remember. How many years had he been the speech and debate coach in night and day school? A hundred years? Two hundred years? Somewhere in there, certainly. The sight of a filled classroom resolved the apprehensive part of the mix. He always worried that literally nobody would show up for the orientation meeting, that this year there would be no novices, that this year all the freshmen at the high school would find some other activity to fill their extra hours, that this year the apparent coat of nerdiness that was the veneer of the activity would finally eliminate any attraction whatsoever it might have, even to the nerdiest of the year's incoming freshmen. But there they were, maybe twenty of them all told, huddling together for spiritual warmth in the middle of the room, surrounded by the returning upperclassmen. Chutmal breathed the annual sigh of relief. There would be a team again this year. It was ever thus. As for the other part of the mix, the hope, that would remain to be seen. Every year the hope was born again that this time out they would have a superhero. Oh, there are plenty of winners and enough opportunities for everybody to take tin at tournaments sooner or later. If they held on, that is, in speech and debate, every dog has his day if he barks often enough. But the idea of a superhero, someone who won all the time, every time, no matter what, right out of the starting gate, that was something Jutmal hadn't had in years. And that was something he always hoped for. The superheroes had a certain magic, a certain excitement that never let up. The rewards of being a coach were spread over all of the kids, Jutmal firmly believed that, as the educator he was. But the fun of a superhero was something else altogether. Maybe somewhere in the twenty or so of these befuddled-looking freshmen, there was a superhero just waiting to demonstrate his or her incredible abilities. One never knew, until the tournaments actually started. Then again, there was a possibility in the returning sophomores. A star of novice dimensions who could possibly go the distance except that often 
novice stars burned out beyond recognition in the fires of sophomore slump. Again, only time would tell. Jutmal picked up a marker and wrote his name on the board. Tarnish Jutmal. Nobody quieted down as he did so. He was not, by any reckoning, a prepossessing individual. Somewhere into his seventh decade, of little height, barely five feet tall, and with strikingly white hair and an unkempt mass, a single thick eyebrow, and a pointy white Van Dyke beard, he looked as much goat as human. That he walked with a pronounced limp and occasionally sported a cane, which he had left home today so as to make a better first impression, all a result of his long years of bow-leggedness where each leg seemed to want to walk off in its own direction despite his attempts to marshal them either one way or the other, did not improve his physical presence. He turned around and faced the students. Few of them noticed. Then he made the tiniest bit of eye contact with his captain, Lily Maru, who responded immediately. "'Shut up, people!' she yelled her voice sharp and powerful, almost painful, in fact. The people shut up. Thank you, Lily, Chutmal said, nodding at her. She smiled back at him. She was the fourth and last of the Maru sisters, a family that had been in forensics at the school since back in the 90s. Whenever one graduated, another seemed to arrive to take her place. Lily was the best of the lot. Not a superhero, but solid. She would probably make it to the big qualifier tournaments at the end of the year. She wouldn't win any of them, but she'd get in, and for most kids and coaches, that was good enough. Ladies and gentlemen, Jutmal began, scanning the new faces in the room. Welcome to the night and day speech and debate team. He pointed to his name. That is me, Mr. Jutmal. We'll find out who you are when you write down your names and information on these sheets of paper. He reached into his briefcase and pulled out some printed sheets for the students to enter all their data, including home address and parent info. Pass these around, please, and fill them out. There was the usual confusion as the papers started moving around the room. Jutmal knew that half of the newbies wouldn't have pens or pencils, and half again would write in such execrable handwriting that they might as well have skipped it altogether, but he was used to that by now. How long had it been? A hundred years? Two hundred years? What we want to do this afternoon is describe the activity so you can get a sense of what we do and where you might fit best into it. As I said, this is speech and debate, and they are quite different from one another. On the speech side, simply put, we find the more literary people and the more dramatic people. We perform, we interpret, we may even entertain. On the debate side, we argue. We discuss current events and ethics, what we should do in certain situations. In debate, we are more competitive than the speech people in that we are one-on-one -on -one or two-on-two, -two, but all of speech and debate is competition-based. Now, yes... Somewhere in the middle between speech and debate is what we call extemporaneous speaking, which is for the news and current event junkies among you. If you're very much one of those things, either a performer or a, an arguer or a news junkie, now you may already have an idea of where you want to be. If not, that's fine. You'll have ample opportunity to decide where exactly you fit the best. Or if you want, you can do everything. You can move around all you want. It's all fine by me. 
At that point, Jump Ma began to defer to his upperclassmen to let them explain their specific activities. In his experience, the broadest classification of what was what was enough for the newbies to have a sense of where they were going to fit. The rest of it was simply filling in the details. They'd listen to what they wanted to listen to and tune up what they thought was not their thing. Most of them probably already knew what they wanted before they even showed up this afternoon. Somehow the specifics managed to disseminate mysteriously into the atmosphere of the school district without any prompting on jump malls or the team's part. And when freshmen arrived, they knew exactly where they fit in. When, that is, they did arrive. There, there had been a couple of years when almost no one showed up, which was why Jump Mall was originally apprehensive. He didn't have the world's biggest team, but he didn't want to have the world's smallest team. Maybe ten kids at each grade level, which was a reasonable ten percent of the total school body. That was enough. More than enough. And that's where he was now. Of the 20 new kids, experience demonstrated that half of them would be gone by Christmas, but the rest were in for the duration, one way or the other. It was impossible to tell which were which at this point, species or debaters, but they'd sort themselves out soon enough. After about half an hour of the various students explaining the ins and outs of their activities, Jutmal took over again and did some unsubtle selling of the concept of speech and debate overall. We'll make you smarter than the average bear, he said, because we'll cover things they just usually don't talk about in high school. Depending on which activity you choose, we'll make you better readers or researchers or writers, or maybe all of these. And we'll make you good public speakers, even if the thought of speaking in public instantly gives you diarrhea. The word diarrhea always got a laugh. It was that kind of audience. Jamal allowed for it, then went on. We will also take you throughout the Northeast, weekend after weekend. No one travels every weekend, except me, but most people travel a lot, and we get you out of the house and away from your families over and over again. This was also predictably a big hit with the crowd. We go to all the major universities and high schools from here to Kingdom Come. If you like to travel, you have come to the right place. If you like to travel to high schools, that is, and stay at Econa Lodges and Days Inns, which some kids did indeed think was the epitome of worldliness. You don't have to make up your minds completely, but the next meeting tomorrow will be debate only. The meeting on Thursday will be speech only. Pick whichever one makes sense to you now. You can always change your mind later on. Chutma looked over at the clock. The late buses would be here shortly. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is that. I'll see you all later in the week. There was the usual collection of materials as the students grabbed their things and made their way out the door. Some of them had computers, some of them had handheld devices, a couple had notepads in which they had written down every word that had been spoken at the meeting. They all had backpacks stuffed to overflowing with the effluvia of teenage high school existence. They were gone in two minutes. Chapma let out a breath and relaxed. Another year. And what no one knew except him, the last year. Tarnished Jutmal's last year as the speech and debate coach at night and day. The last year teaching social studies. The end. Finished. He had no idea what his life would be without the thing that had defined it for over 30 years. He turned around and erased his name from the board. Retiring would be as simple as that. He would erase his name from the board of high school forensics, leaving behind nothing but a faint blue smudge. Another year. 
The last year, he picked up his briefcase and walked out of the classroom on his poorly designed legs. Will any of this year's team turn out to be superstars? Will any of this year's team show up for the next meeting? If Lily Maru is the fourth Maru sister, who was the third, and for that matter, whatever happened to the other two? Is Sarah Palin seriously considering moving from Fox News to NPR to replace Carl Castle? Will the Harvard tournament be another small, intimate affair this coming weekend, as in previous years? The answers to these and few other questions will not appear in our next episode, THX 1139, the sequel that wasn't.